This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio this morning. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman, also on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. Ten minutes away, the No Huddle AFC edition, and it's going to be as stacked as the AFC will do that in about ten minutes. But, Jay, we love money. We enjoy money. Hmm. We want to have as much of it as we possibly can for our kids' futures, our families' futures to Keep be ticket. To okay, I, I, I like the direction okay. you're going. I, I have like no that. idea where we're going, okay. but I like it. But anytime, like I say, I've always said it, like my boy Q Myers in Las Vegas, money is undefeated. And as long as it's going to be undefeated, I want to be on the undefeated train when it comes to money. Bring it back to the dice tables. Oh, man. Uh, What's the best dice table story that you have, real quick, when it comes to money? Oh, that I, you can share. That I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the look on your face. I was like, oh okay. boy, this ought to be good. That right. you can actually share staying, when it comes to money. Staying at the Wynn Hotel. All right. We were driving back to L.A. early in the morning, like 5 a.m. Okay. Right? Right. So only slept like two hours. And literally, like, I, I love craps, man. Like, that is that is my game. I could be at a craps table really? for hours. Okay. Like just playing all different types of numbers. I I just right. I just and I, the energy of the table. Come on, talk I go to me, and yeah. I find the right table, right? And I try to manifest the energy. If you're a craps player out there, you know what I'm talking about. All right. So I did well. I think I made a couple of thousand, right? Okay, that's uh, more than yeah, well. I made a couple of thousand on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, was literally had a long night. Okay, long night with some friends, and we were all driving back to LA, and we were leaving like around four forty-five in the morning. And as I was going out, I was like, "Look, man, I'm just you know, Vegas always gets me. Screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let it fly." Put okay. It black, All right. Black. Put it on black. Hits. I said, "Okay, screw it." Now I'm not in the right state of mind. <laughs> Hits. Right. I'm like, run it back. Put it on black again. Uh huh. Hits again. Now I went from two to four to eight. Okay. All right. Now do it again. The guy's like, are you sure? I'm like, put it on red. Hits. 16. I'm doubling my money. I say, you know what? I don't care. Let it keep going. Put it back on black. Hits again. 32. I ran it two more times. Two what? more times. Do the math. I walked away. I hit him over the head. For like a buck 28. And I, when I tell you, Alan Yates, it was maybe, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh-huh. I literally hit it like six times in a row. And I literally walked away saying, I'm never going back to Vegas again. You don't have Granted, to. Granted, I did. Of course you but like, do. I, I, but I, it's what I started off with. So I, I hit it hard. Man. So that was. Well, what was five, the numbers again? What was the numbers again? Say the numbers again. <laughs> Look at how he wasn't right of down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Four. Uh-huh. Eight. Uh-huh. 16. Uh-huh. 32. Okay. 64. Do, 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 do. Four to five, four to seven. Like no, all all jokes aside, though. Uh-huh. Man, Black that's impressive. Four, yeah. Yeah. Hell Black yeah. Four comes out. Almost every time I touch a roulette table. Okay. So I tell people, play black four and play 18 because them joints come. Wow. And they come. But not like that. Nah, just nah, hit it. That, not like that. That's like otherworldly. That's, like, that's like hitting lucky ladies. That's what I'm like, saying. Woo. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen anybody hit lucky ladies? No. I've I, no. I, I, not, I not even heard about that. I've Seriously. seen somebody hit lucky ladies twice when a blackjack. Twice? Twice? And really? It made me throw up. Well, why? You should be celebrating that person. Because Don't hate I on told them. my friend to play Lucky Ladies, and he didn't, and he well, got dealt Lucky Ladies, and well, we didn't win the money. That's, that's on your, that's on you your friend. If you dealt two queens on a, on a, lucky, on a, on a uh, blackjack table, that, you, you played Lucky Ladies, that's it's your like 500 to 1. 500 to 1, yeah. And he didn't play. He got the first. Freddie, he got dealt the first queen of hearts, and I'm jumping around like, oh, my God, uh-huh. here it comes, bro. Yeah. Because it's the end of the shoe. Right. So I'm thinking, it has to come now. 
he gets that joint, I'm running up and down the casino hallway in, in Harris. Like, oh, wow. pay my man the money. Stop everything. Okay, well. Came well, back, didn't well, win it. But put it, put it this way. So now you know how it feels to be like that big baller, what Jay Will said, that your friend had a chance to be a big baller. Because there's a dude out there that could get $776 million. He's like Jay Williams to the 250th power. And he may not want it when it comes to killing Mbappe, who was basically thinking about turning down a deal from the Saudi Arabian company, the same one that runs Live Why? Golf. They, Nuno, our producer, told me this before the show got started. They are investing $17 billion in a new soccer league. They want anybody who is somebody to join their soccer league. And they were killing Mbappe from the French national team, from PSG, and they're saying, look, we'll pay the $332 million fee to get you. And on top of that, we'll give you $776 million. You add that all up, it is like Jay Will at the craps table <laughs> to the 250th power. And he's like, you know what? I don't think I'll take that money because he's waiting to go to Real Madrid where it's not going to cost an exit fee. And he gets a signing bonus that may not be anywhere near $776 million. What kind of stones do you have to say, that's $776 million? Nah, I'm good. I'm going to wait a year and not get anywhere near that when it comes to Kylian Mbappe, one of the best soccer players in the world, not joining the Saudi Arabian League that's committing $17 billion for a new soccer I'm not going into politics. There's a lot of politics in a lot of different places in this world. sports here at Uh, times. If I'm looking at it, though, if I'm Mbappe, and I, I'm sitting there saying, okay, I have another year left of my contract. Let me go make a quick 770, how much 776? $776 million. Let me go make a quick $776 million for one year. I can't believe you put really quick want, $776 million in the same sentence. For one year. <laughs> it's true. One year, let me go rock, rack up $776 million for one year, and then I'll go to Real Madrid. Then I'll go to Real Madrid. Uh-huh. Now, I... I can't knock somebody that has principle that wants to stand on their principle. Me neither. I can't knock that. Also, don't um, knock people that have a chance to get life-changing money either. But there's a there's a lot of entities in the world that pay people a lot of money, and everybody has an individual choice. Mm. I don't knock Killian for his choice, but man, man, I, you you don't gotta ask me twice. Now, I, I guess a lot of this is. The marketing collateral that they would like to utilize him for, Absolutely. him being an ambassador, and maybe he doesn't want to get, he doesn't want to rock with that international, you know, point of view on Kylian Mbappe moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right now, it seems like his you know track record is so clean, and you love him, and he represents everything great about the game, and how that can I guess parse people on his reputation. Right at the end of the day. That's Man. a lot of money to turn down. Yeah, because Al, Al, by the way, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Al Hilal has made a record $332 million bid for killing Mbappe. They did that on Monday. And by the way, Cristiano Ronaldo is already playing as a part of that. They have made an offer to Leo Messi, and he says, no, I'm good. He's had to go to MLS thing. I can make $60 million a year. I got enough money. I don't need to be a Christian part of Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean – Reportedly for two hundred and fourteen million mm-hmm. annually for two and a half annually years. Annually for two and a half years. Annually. Yeah. Not like a two year two hundred and fourteen point five million dollar right. deal. Right. Like two hundred and fourteen annually yeah. he, for he, two and a half. He literally makes ten million less than the salary cap for every NFL team. Oh my god. <laughs> so think about that. He literally makes ten million dollars less than the average salary cap for every NFL team. If Mbappe takes this deal, he would be making more than three times the salary cap. 
for every NFL team if they join it with this Saudi Arabian league that's committed $17 billion. Yeah, so part of that is these contracts do have that built in, right? Like you have to be an ambassador to, uh, to for the country and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Pretty much sell your soul. And Mbappe doesn't want to do that. To, yeah, like there's little things, and I saw there was a report, I think one of the French outlets, that he's scheduled to get a $60 million loyalty bonus from PSG August 1st if he's on their roster, right? So he's getting that. So like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like he's still getting a lo- ridiculous type of money, and it's just – you know, I think it, it's a fascinating conversation about this, this uh, public, the private fund that, you know, that bought live and exactly. they just, right. And so like they just actually invested in their top four teams in that league. They also own Newcastle. And I know it's a, a contentious point in uh, England where mm-hmm. this whole little trick where they can go to Saudi Arabia play there for six months, in January all of a sudden be loaned out to Newcastle, Newcastle. and help them. So there's a lot of these things that are just, you know, that people are worried about. But eventually, and I know Giannis talked about he would head over there. Yeah. Uh, LeBron. <laughs> yeah, we'll LeBron, see. LeBron. Uh, yeah. uh, Draymond was talking about, I don't think the ink's dried yet. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, it'll be fascinating, and I know that to see when they – like, how do they enter the U.S. market? Right? Because that that, that's where that's where their alignment is going to be. They want to do that because this is the biggest sports leagues in the country. A lot of money being made here, but yeah. we talk money being undefeated. Oil apparently is more undefeated than money. But Freddie, it, it's not just sports; it, it's the purity of football. Like, and, and Nuno, I, I guess I would ask you because you're a diehard football fan. Who's your team, by the way? Well, I root for uh, Benfica, which is a Portuguese, Portuguese team. Portuguese team? Yes. Okay, you didn't think I knew that, did you? So there. But, yeah, the, exactly. but the purity of football, like <laughs> as, as a purist of football, right? Like how do you feel about this whole like engagement and what's happening? Do you care as much? It's. I mean, I care because it impacts like a, the smaller leagues, right? Like for smaller me, markets, yeah. right? Like, so like uh, Benfica has been one of the best teams in the world to actually to to game the system in terms of you find younger players, you you know like you yeah. train them up and you then you sell them for a ridiculous amount of money. But it does, it, you know the 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 British media crying being hypocritical about like all oh, this type of money is ruining the game. Right. You guys have done it. It becomes where it's literally EPL and then there's a couple teams in each league that have the. The, the bandwidth or the financial power to compete. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, like, I don't understand, like, get it. Like, it sucks. And, like, but at the same time, I'm not, like, I realize that, like, this is the new step, right? Like, yeah. it's yeah. this money. Yeah, exactly. It's been there, right? PSG is owned by, by Qatar. Like, right. Yes. So, like, put, put they this, have that yeah. money. Put it this way. It's the same thing, for example. Russian mob money created the Russian Hockey League. There you Let's go. call it as it. There are plenty of soccer, and you, Nuno, you can back me on this. There are plenty of soccer teams that are founded by mafia money in, in Europe when it comes to that. So this is a different kind of sports mafia based on Saudi crown prince Mohammed bin Salman. He's trying to do all of this because he knows that they have an endless supply of oil. He's basically creating this league to provide new jobs and opportunities for the youth of Saudi Arabia. There's always an end game. When somebody has that kind of stroke, I mean, it's just it just feels like we're all everybody's hypocrites in their certain way, right? It's Hell like, you yeah. know, people like and not to go through the the, the list of things that we do on a day to day basis of you know technology and things that we engage with, right? And then we want to chastise other groups. It's come uh-huh. on at the end of the day, come on, yeah. man, yeah, come on, seven hundred seventy six million dollars. 
And Bobby says, you know what? That may not be enough for me to sell my soul. I respect soul. that. Oh, I, respect I completely that respect that. Stands on. Yeah, and, but I if somebody that. wants to take that money, I clearly understand why. If you want to sell your soul, but know what you're getting into. When someone wants to pay you that kind of money, they literally own your behind. Lock, stock, and barrel, whether you like it or not. Mm. Just putting it out there. That sounds aggressive. Yep. Well, that sounds aggressive and scary. Seven hundred seventy-six million sure. is a lot more aggressive and scary than what could, I just you, said. You could be aggressive and scare me all day long for seven seventy-six million. I knew it'd come back to that, and I understand why when it comes to that. He is Jay Williams. Oh. Hit him on social media, real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on social media at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel eighty, and ESPNU. We got some breaking news. If you're a fan of this football team. You are going to be ecstatic. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. So it wasn't that long ago that a certain guy whose shower main name is Jay Williams was at a benefit golf tournament with Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. And believe me, there was a lot of that contention going back and forth and everything. Uh And Jay will respect it. Saquon not saying anything. Saquon played the perfect part. But it was very interesting when you were around him with all that going on and not knowing exactly where was going to land, what was going to happen, would he miss week one, would he sit out the season? You and I didn't believe that he was going to do that. Well, apparently the New York Giants, they have some news regarding hmm. Saquon Barkley. Hmm. What is to, that? According to Kimberly, Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, she has confirmed that the New York Giants have signed Saquon Barkley to a one-year deal that could be worth up to $11 million with incentives. He gets a $2 million signing bonus, not the multi-year deal he was hoping for, but both parties agreed. This is a good outcome. So Saquon Barkley will not be missing camp. He will not be missing the season. He'll be there week one. He'll be there day one for the New York Giants and training camp. So you would have to assume that they probably negotiated that they wouldn't be able to tag him next year, probably, right? I mean, because that's would, a fair point. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, you would just think through, like, from everything that I've heard about the situation is that that relationship between Saquon and the upper brass was not in a great place. Yeah. And I said it last week, Freddie. I literally left the conversation thinking to myself, I don't think Saquon's going to be a giant after next year. You know, I unless unless the New York Giants buy it in a big way, but I mean, he has a one-year deal now to prove it. Um, but I, I still think 
it, it feels like a slap in the face for him mm-hmm. to have all of a sudden now one year deal to prove it after he proved a lot last. Absolutely, year. because it goes back to what we have said, what you said, what I've said in terms of Daniel Jones didn't have to beg, borrow, steal to get eighty two million dollars in guaranteed money between this year and next year, and they literally put Saquon Barkley through a little bit of a ringer for a one year deal, eleven million dollars. A public ringer, though. That is. I mean, very, there was a lot of stuff true. that leaked. That is stating true. that he was not the type of leader, that, is very that he true. was greedy, that he was selfish. Yep. And I am telling people from hearing him talk, that rubbed him the wrong way. As because if you know anything about Saquon, that's not how he holds himself. I mean, damn, I was sitting in a golf cart with a guy for five and a half, six hours. And still I saw him working through and processing what he was saying to me because he's deliberate in how he delivers. You know, he's thoughtful in the whole thing. Even, so, yeah. and that was a huge kick in the stomach to him. Yeah, well, right now that money kind of will solve that wound a little bit. Saquon Barkley, according to Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, confirming that these two, the Giants and Saquon Barkley, agreed to a deal, one mil- a one-year deal, $11 million, and a $2 million signing bonus. We mentioned Kimberly A. Martin, and she joins us now. Hit her on Twitter at by Kimberly A. Well, Kimberly, the first question we have for you after confirming this news is, do we know if there are any provisions in the deal where the New York Giants can't tag Saquon Barkley next year? Uh, that I don't know. This is literally happening happening as we speak. Um, so w- clearly we'll be reporting on this more today. But <laughs> what the wild thing is that we all thought, okay, this, is, this could end badly mm-hmm. with Saquon and the Giants. So today, as much as this is not as much money as he had wanted, as much as both sides – tried and they seem to fail to come up uh, with a multi-year compromise for right now if you're a Giants fan today is a good day man because you at least know that Saquon and to Jay's point Saquon a guy who has always been the dutiful soldier so to speak who has always done things the right way when we talk about how players should comport themselves he has always been a professional and he has from the beginning since he joined the Giants through the lean years literally has been the offense and been the heart and soul of this team. So for him to just have the reassurance for Giants fans to know that Saquon will be there, which is where he wants to be. They wanted him. This is a this is a good thing. It's a good compromise. It's not as much money as he was hoping for, but at least both sides can remain together for this year. Kimberly, you're exactly right. Um, it is great news for Giants fan. I am a Giants fan. I am happy. Even though both Freddie and I talked about we pretty much thought that he would come back and play for mm-hmm. $10.1 million. It's still a lot of money to leave on the table if that was the offer that was uh, – obviously they've stuck a new offer now. What do you think this means for him long-term in that relationship? Or what do you think needs to occur throughout the course of this year for a guy like Saquon to remain part of the Giants moving forward? You know, what's, you know what's interesting? When I think about Saquon and the Giants, um, I think of a married couple that is frustrated – they have harbored resentments, um, but they still want to be together. Like they right. still go to bed at night. They go to bed angry, uh-huh. but they're still going. They're still going to bed right mm. together. Whereas a Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs not coming home. Like no. Josh Jacobs clearly is not happy in his marriage and does not want to <laughs> be there. So that's the difference in these situations, and that's why the the fact that the Saquon situation dragged out for so long was disheartening because they both said, we want we want him. And he says, I want to be with you too. Um, I don't know. I think this is a good step. I don't I don't think you just you just completely erase 
those hard feelings because at the end of the day, as you guys talked about right before I came on, Daniel Jones didn't have to do anything but throw 15 <laughs> touchdowns mm-hmm. and get and get 40, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at Saquon, who John Merritt has called the heart and soul of this team. You, every week I would talk to Dable whenever I had a game. We'd talk, and he'd say, you know what? We're not really going to change much. People know what we're going to do. We're going to give it to Saquon, right? Um, so Saquon understands that despite my value and my production and being the face of this franchise, let's get it twisted, it is not Daniel Jones. It is Saquon Barkley is the face of this franchise. I don't know how you completely erase all of those feelings of frustration when the girl you like doesn't like you as much as you like her. Um, And money talks, right? Um, But I think Saquon is is only – how do I phrase this? He's more valuable to the Giants than he is anywhere else. That's the reality. No doubt. So the fact that he remains a Giant, at least for this year – and you know he's going to want to ball out. You know, Jay, you know your boy, he's oh, going to yeah. want to ball yes. out yeah. from jump, from the injuries, from everything. Talking to Saquon last year, going through games, like covering the Giants, like it, it's clear he wants to be that guy. So now he's back. Now now we'll see what the Giants can do. Now this makes them, now it's like, okay, if Daniel Jones could throw a little bit more of the 50 touchdowns, yeah. This is this could be a team that 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 gives people trouble in the NFC East. Yeah, real quick, thirty seconds left. Mm-hmm. No, Kimberly, we know have to go and no, find sports out center. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> thirty seconds left. You mentioned Josh Jacobs. How yeah. much does this deal kind of maybe set the market a little bit for him with the Raiders, even though it's not the same situation? Honestly, Freddie, I I think Josh Jacobs has made it clear he does not want to be there. So unless Josh McDaniels, unless the front office comes around and says, "Hey, all right." We'll follow suit and do what the Giants did. We'll have this stopgap. I hope they do because I can't imagine why you'd want to let the the leading rusher from last year just walk out the door or have any sort of 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 friction in that building. You need Josh Jacobs. Yeah, no doubt. Kimberly, great stuff as always, my friend. Confirming this report that Saquon Barkley, the Giants agreeing to a one-year deal, $11 million, including a $2 million signing bonus. Great follow on Twitter by Kimberly A. Bye, Kimberly. We'll talk Bye, to you guys. soon. Great job, Kimberly. <laughs> Absolutely. Great stuff by Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, coming to you live from the Heineken River Deck in the Seaport on Pier 17. We're going to talk about what this really means for the Giants, not just having Saquon Barkley, but for their fortunes in their division and in the NFC. With Jay Wins and Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. So there will be no holdout. There'll be no missing the season. Well, there'll be no holdout with Saquon. 
That's what I was saying, Quan. That's where oh, okay. I was going. Okay, yeah. okay. But it's okay. Right. Well, I just, I, I, I'm still I, thinking I, Josh Jacobs. Like I'm still no, in this no, Josh no, Jacobs. No, no, he he like just leaving Vegas. Yeah. bye. Yeah, he he pulled a Nicholas Cage. He's leaving Las Vegas. Ooh. He's not. Who knows when he's coming back? Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together, <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN. You weigh in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Weighing about Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants agreeing to a new one-year deal worth up to $11 million. He gets a $2 million signing bonus. He will be coming in and will be at training camp. We can't wait to hear what you have to say. As the NFL never first reported this agreement, then Kimberly A. Martin of ESPN and also Jordan Renan, ESPN Giants reporter, confirmed it that Saquon Barkley confirming that a one-year deal, $11 million, $2 million signing bonus. Let us know what you think about that at 888-729-3776 because DJ DAS. DES, excuse me, 10E says, these players got to stop giving these teams 100% when they don't get the same respect and effort from said teams. You, you want to disagree, but you can't, can you? No, I, I don't want to disagree. I mean, it, it's um, at the end of the day, though, I, I keep coming back to the CBA. And it's these monumental moments that I remember as an NBA player having a vet explain to me that you know we have to foresee challenges and we have to address and understand where the power lies because once we ink this deal yeah the power lies with the owners we can't hold them accountable cuz it's their job to find loopholes within the system to scheme it to give their teams the best bites at m- multiple apples you know what i mean right um, i hear you so it, it, it's hard because as i want to say players don't get but we had moments to address these certain things, and we chose not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't even get me started on the NBA CBA. I mean, there's a lot of challenges that come along with that as well. And they're better so, off than the NFL players. That, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's about where is your leverage and how are you fighting for that leverage? The it NFL, comes back to that yeah, for me, Freddie. It's 100% on point by what you just said. But here's something else to that. The Giants knew that, that Saquon Barkley, that loyalty was going to pay off for them. He was not going to leave his dues behind. This goes beyond being loyal to the organization, being loyal to the Maras, coaches, general manager. This has nothing to do with that. Saquon Barkley did not want to leave his guys out because he knows how valuable he is to that team. He knows, as Kimberly A. Martin, the ESPN NFL reporter, told us not even 10 minutes ago that the Maras had told him he's the heart and soul of that team. That was their way of saying that, man, if you're not here for your teammates, you might be letting them down. No, no, they no, played no. the whole – They played to me, they played the guilt role – and Saquon Barkley said, you know, I'm not going to leave my guys out like that. I'm not going to do that. If that means I get $11 million for one year, I'm going to ball out. Whether they pay me or not, so be it. But he was going to be loyal to the guys see, he plays with, not the team, in my opinion, that he plays for. Well, that's exactly the point. So it's like, okay, it also has to do with circumstances. So if I'm watching what's happening around the league <laughs> to my position – Right, that is undervalued, and I'm watching how hot of a topic this is right now, discussed by Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely, the realization is that there's a cap for a guy like me to make, but but the However, caveat is similar to Austin Eckler. Okay, cool, I'll sign for this, and then I'm going to hit somebody over the head. It's not going to be you. So, so you think he's done after this year? No I matter think he, what happens. I think the, the, if he can have a breakout, another breakout season, and you start to see, you start to double and triple down 
on the fact that he is the engine that allows Daniel Jones to be everything, then all of a sudden I think you have the Giants right where you want them. And then it's like, okay, you don't want to pay me. Somebody else is going to pay me because I'm a dual back. Catch the ball out of the backfield. Absolutely. What do we value now, Freddie? Like people like Derrick Henry were saying, even though he's an absolute beast, okay, like is he's not really catching the ball out of the backfield the way a Christian McCaffrey, a Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. a Josh Jacobs can. I hear you. So then I think if he's able to get through this season not being injured and having another stellar season, oh, somebody's going to pay him big bucks. You yeah. don't think Buffalo? Looking at a guy, if you're Buffalo or if you're the Giants, the value's there. Mm -hmm. You don't think that's long term. You don't think a team like Buffalo is going to say, "Why can't I get? I need a guy like that. Right? I need a guy like Josh Jacobs, and he's worth the price. That's what I'm saying. Look at your quarterback. This way, your quarterback and Josh Allen's not the best running back in your football team because that that'll work in the regular season. It it doesn't work in the playoffs. You need your quarterback to make throws and not be beaten up, no matter how big and strong Josh Allen is shown to be with the Buffalo Bills. Plenty of people want to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Like David in North Carolina. David, what you got to say? Well, first off, I just wanted to weigh in on Saquon Barkley. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good one-year deal for him um, to make it through this year so he can show his worth. Mm -hmm. But I'm worried about the running back market as a whole because you're showing, you know, these kids in high school and middle school that are playing football – it's not worth it to play the running back position anymore if, you know, one day I'm going to make it as far as I can and I'm not going to get paid. I'm just going to switch to receiver or DB because those guys are getting all the money when the running back position has almost as many duties as any other skill position on the field, if not more. They have to pass protect. They have to slide. They have to have their slide protection in their coverages. They catch the ball. They run the ball. They pretty much do everything but throw the ball, and heck, even some trick plays, they do that. <laughs> so I want you to uh, tell me uh, what you guys think about the future of the running back position, to be honest. Well, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think a lot of I think you're going to see a lot of kids in high school go, we were talking to Keyshawn and other you know, NFL stars about this over the last you know several days, is that it's dual backs now. You know, All these young kids, it's about catching the ball out of the backfield and having the running ability. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, you're looking at a guy like Christian McCaffrey – as being like what young kids are going to emulate. We see this a lot in basketball, right? Like, what happened to the typical point guard position? There is no more point guard position. The scoring guards now. Right? It's like you have to be a scoring guard. You have to be a defender unless you're a prolific scorer like a Trey Young. So I think, but granted, the value, I'm not equating the value because the value in basketball and this position in particular are drastically different. Yeah. Right? But I'm just saying as it relates to, like, the terminology that we're using around, like, hey, this type of player, like the game evolves. And as we're evolving to a more pass-friendly type league that emphasizes offense, yes, it's critical, but until that CBA gets addressed again, you need to explore the bandwidth of the skill set of that position now. Spot on with that one. Victor in Syracuse, my friend, what do you got to say? I got to say that I think you guys are crazy. And why I'm talking about that is you're fighting economics. The you, running back position is devalued. How are we crazy? That's what I want to know. We want to know that. The, the running back position is devalued. People saying it's going to get addressed in the collective bargaining agreement. It's just I work in a factory. The guy who's the best on the floor gets paid more than the guy who doesn't isn't as good on the floor. And there's a reason for that. It's economics. It, it does not make sense to pay a running back. Guys, first of all, Saquon Barkley's getting $11 million. Half three pages agent. He's still going to make $5 million. 
I'm going to work my whole life. I won't make that money and t- that much money and take home pay. Yeah, but one has well, nothing to do with the other. Victor, no, no offense, Victor. Like, Victor what, you what can't you compare make, what you do for a living compared to a professional athlete. So you can miss us with that one. What, what else you got? I'm, I'm sorry. What was your question? I said no. You can miss us with that. So what else you got? Because what you do for a living, you can't compare to what an entertainer does or what a sports star does. They're going to make more money because that's what the economics determine in terms of how much money they make for their team. So you can miss us with yeah, that one. But, what else you got? But my point is, is that you got, people are saying, I've been listening to a lot of sports radio the last couple of weeks, that the running back position has been devalued. It has. The game evolved. I just heard you say that. Mm-hmm. And people shouldn't cry about it. It's just the way life works. And people got to get used to it. But, yeah. Victor, that's what I just said, brother. Yeah. We, I literally just said that. I just said that. We're actually in agreement. We're family, Victor. <laughs> we're in agreement, Vic. I'm saying that the game has evolved. And yeah. the skill position, even though there's a lot of things in the trenches that are valued, it is ultimately getting devalued. Yeah. That's why you need to see the skill set. Yeah. Pretty much expand. Yeah. Victor, we're with you, brother. We understand. <laughs> I think Vic's just mad. Yeah, yeah. I get, that's why I tell people all the time, you can't compare what you do with somebody else that is in a different financial bracket when it comes to their teams. Whatever company you work for is not worth multi-billion dollars compared to NFL franchises or NBA franchise or Major League Baseball franchise. It's a different le- rel- relative level. That they're dealing with. And nobody's crying actually, for running backs. But actually, it's it's interesting that you say that, though, because a lot of people are working for multi-billion dollar companies, right? But they don't have a seat at the table the way stars Absolutely. do. In, but but, but. To, to Vic's point, and to like a, a bigger point overall, it does feel like running backs are being made like they're more of the normal everyday workers, With, right? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like normal everyday, like people when people like go to factories, people like go to work, right? It's like where, oh, okay, oh, you don't like this? We'll find somebody else. Yeah, we'll find. So yeah. there, there is that correlation to a degree, to a degree, v- to a degree. That it feels like you're it, very replaceable. It, it, okay, I, 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 you can slide me on that one. Just I'll a little bit. A little bit. I get that the economics are yeah. very differently. I, yeah. under, I understand that. But, but yeah. it does feel like for that particular okay, you position. Slid, I was able like, to slide with you and Victor in Syracuse on that one. I hear that one. But when people try to do that, I'm like, hold on a second. What you do for a living compared to somebody else in terms yeah. of that relativity, that theory of relativity, I get what they're trying to say. I guess because that's so much in a different galaxy when it comes to pro athletes that it doesn't measure with the common man who are doing a lot harder work relative to what they do for a living or what they're going to do for a living, what they want to do for a living, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Keep weighing in I'm on this. You. Yeah, but you did slide me that way in terms of Victor's point, kind of the correlation. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that one, based on the way that you explained it, trampolining off of Victor's point. Keep weighing on this. Saquon Barkley has reported to camp, but what's next for him and the New York Giants? We'll give our say, and you can have your say at 888-729-3776. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio with Jay Wins and Freddie Coleman, also on the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPNU. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mornings 
on ESPN Radio. The New York Giants have signed Saquon Barkley to a one-year deal that could be worth up to $11 million with incentives. Saquon is more valuable to the Giants than he is anywhere else. It feels like a slap in the face for him to have all of a sudden now one-year deal to prove it after he proved a lot. So what now for the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley? Now that he, they agreed to a one-year deal, $11 million, $2 million signing bonus. New York. He's going to report the camp. So we'll talk about what's next. And you can join the chat. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and also ESPNU. Freddie. We'll take your calls at 888-729-3776. Right off the bat, I just got to say this. Have at it. Um, from a person that is infatuated with business. Okay. Like, I, I love business. I mean, I love to understand the nuances. I love to understand the details of everything around sports business in general. Can't be mad at Joe Shane here. Or the Giants GM? Can't be mad at him, right? Mm-hmm. It, this is a business, and at the end of the day, right, it's like, well, okay, there's injury history here, and as much as I want to fight for Saquon to get what his value is, and he is undervalued, from the Giants' perspective, you got him on a deal. And now, I don't know where that relationship is, but having another year to work on that relationship goes a long way, okay? So you bought yourself another year. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, you're in a position to see, let's see how his body holds up. Let's see if the value is what he thinks it is. And if it is, and Daniel Jones continues to you know, expand his level of play yeah. and play better, uh-huh. okay, let, now we can talk. Now we can maybe find a sweet spot. But it, there, that is a sweet spot that Joe Shane has due to the marketplace overall with running backs, due to the superstar power of a guy like Saquon Barkley and the loyalty that you may mention of, right, utilizing that against him. This is a negotiation. Now, it depends upon what side of the negotiation you're on sometimes, whether you like it. Absolutely. But it's about finding that middle ground. So Saquon got that $2 million signing bonus. Mm-hmm. He, got a little bit of, he got a little bit of his cut in there. Yes, he did. Not all the way what he wanted, but uh-huh. it's a lot of what he wanted. Yeah. And now you, if you're the Giants, now it's time to prove it. I'm going to say something about what you said about middle ground. After we hear from Tom in Virginia at 888-729-3776, Saquon Barkley reporting to camp. One-year deal, $11 million, $2 million in terms of a signing bonus. He will be there in training camp. Tom, in the great state of Virginia, what you got, my friend? Yeah, first off, I just want to say I think Saquon is great. Don't dispute that. Awesome player, great for the Giants. Certainly should be able to try to get what he deserves. But at the end of the day, it's not about leaving his teammates behind. He signed the deal because he was going to miss out on $11 million, and he couldn't make that up if he sat out a season mm-hmm. and came back and signed exactly. with another team for mm-hmm. three or four years. So yep. it's about him making sure he gets his bag and not about his teammates. Tom, the, number one, you're right. Number two, it leads me to what I was going to say when you mentioned middle ground. The middle ground for NFL players, the middle ground for any player negotiating with a team is not the same. They have their middle ground, what, what they want to pay you. You can have your middle ground what you want. But that middle ground is not going to be anywhere near. It's different in the NBA. That's a player's league. It's different in Major League Baseball. Guaranteed contracts. But in the NFL, especially at that position, any position that's not a quarterback position in the NFL, that middle ground is markedly different when it comes to exactly what that is supposed to look like. 
it comes to negotiations. Prime example, look at Devin White. And Adam Sheffield just put this out mm-hmm. there. Buccaneers linebacker wanted to be traded this offseason, hoping for a contract extension that did not materialize. Guess what he's doing? He's reporting at training camp today with the rest of his veteran teammates. He wanted a different middle ground yep. that the team was not going to come to his liking. It's the same situation, in my opinion, based on what you said and Tom and Virginia said about middle ground and Saquon Barkley and the politics of negotiation and dancing when it comes to that, especially with running backs in the NFL. I mean, come on, Damian Lillard. You, you, there you go. I mean, you don't think he's going to show up to training camp? I, I mean, with, with the amount of money he's set to earn? So like, there does become this whole thing, right, where you can bet on, hey, look, you are earning generational-type money. So if I understand your character, that character plays a part in the negotiation. Absolutely. It does. Yeah, so like Buda Baker wanted to be traded from the Cardinals, but he's showing up. The only one, and it's costing him, right, is Chris Baker. Chris, Chris Jones. Ba- Chris Jones, Chris excuse Jones. me. Yeah. Who, 50K a day. 50K. And oh, by the way, when they signed the new CBA – it's in there where the teams can't waive those fines anymore. So mm. he's eating that fifty grand, but mm. he on principle because he wants a new contract and he feels underpaid. Like that's someone who you're just like, all right, I get it. But see, it, it it depends. To what point are you willing to go to where it hurts you to prove your point, well, right? So yeah. like, that's it, so question. you can't look at Chris Jones and say you didn't put your money where your mouth was, right? Like if you're gonna bet on yourself now. Okay, I'm going to eat 50 stacks a day. 50, my mom earned 50 grand a year as a teacher. It's a whole other conversation. I don't want to go down that path. I, 50 grand a year as a teacher. He is losing that per day, but he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Oh, I know my value. Let's see. I mean, now it's a calculated risk. That's every yeah. day. I wonder what that. What 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 must that be like to be in that position? Oh my goodness! It's like you and I were at the same yeah, mind. at the same time. It must be wonderful to have that. So you know what? I can go into this. I can lose fifty stacks a day, but I know I'm going to get what I want either from that team or any other team, and I'm going to get that money back. I'll lose out on money now, but I know those fifty stacks I'm losing out on. So I mean, I'm going to make that back. Fourteen days ends up being seven hundred thousand stacks. Four. That's two weeks. 700K. Don't let me the whole trade. Let it be a month. $1.4 million. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And think about this. Here's something else when it comes to money. Because if anything, that money is probably going to go with athletes now because of the writer's strike that's going on. What are people going to need on TV? Something that's live and new and not being a rerun. Unscripted. Unscripted, Unscripted content is higher the, than ever right sports now. Sports are the best reality show around. I mean, I found myself watching quarterback with, with what Kirk Cousins was going to wear to a game. I'm like, this is what I'm doing? Gosh dang it. This is where I'm at? Son of a dang it. This is what the content market is like? And you know what? The more people want it, yeah. the more people that live sports will give it to them. Yes. End of story. And if you're, if you're Saquon Barkley and anybody out there, if you don't realize that about your earning power, then you have not been paying attention. In a random note, though, I, I felt myself becoming a fan of Kirk Cousins, and I felt myself yeah. looking at Patrick Mahomes a little bit differently after quarterback. Well, huh. we'll get into that and huh. also the running back situation that we're not fans of anymore. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next.